The purpose of Wealth Talk is to educate, inform, and hopefully entertain you on the subject of building your wealth. Wealth Builders recommends you should always take independent financial, tax, or legal advice before making any decisions around your finances. Welcome to episode 114 of Wealth Talk. My name is Christian Rodwell, the Membership Director for Wealth Builders, and I'm joined today by our founder, Mr. Kevin Whelan. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Chris. Good to be with you again, sir. Yes, and it's the morning after the uh, the, the closure of our Academy launch month, and uh, what a month it's been. So a very, very warm welcome to all of our new members who've joined us, and uh, we can't wait to get started with you. Mm, I'm very much looking forward to that. We had a Q&A session, didn't we? Very informal, people asking questions last night, which I enjoyed enormously. And um, it's been good to see uh, the enthusiasm for people to want to take control of their wealth and want to kind of make a commitment to it, as opposed to, well, drifting, which often people can get caught up um, with that drift, um, as indeed our, our spotlight today will demonstrate. Yes, that's right. It's the first week of the month. So uh, we always like to shine a spotlight on uh, one of our members. And today that member is Danny Wade. And Danny's one of our founders and a wonderful contributor, Kevin. Yeah, she's great. And and I think, you know, hats off. We wanted to pick Danny out really because of her warmth, her generosity of time, her generosity of spirit, her humility and her willingness to just to give to everybody. You know, she's contributed some of her own IP into the program even, you know, so she's just a really great person to have in the community. And what I love about Wealth Builders more than anything else is we attract really, really good people, nice people, people you'd be proud to be associated with. Uh, no time waste. There's no other language I could use for people. Uh, she's just a great person to have. And I'm, I'm so pleased that you managed to get some good lessons from the story. Yeah. So as always, we'll be walking through our nine-step recurring revenue roadmap today and we'll hear Danny's journey. So uh, let's head on over. Danny, welcome to Wealth Talk today. Oh, thanks, Christian. Danny, it's great to have you with us. And you're one of our founder members who joined back in July 2019. So we are pretty much at two years into your journey. I know that it's gotten so, so... It feels like a really long journey in a way, just because so much has happened. But at the same time, it's gone really quickly. Yeah, and you have been a fantastic contributor at every step of the way, Danny. So we've really enjoyed seeing your journey and uh, we're going to hear all about it today. So what we're going to do is walk through the recurring revenue roadmap, which obviously is our nine-step process to help members move from a place of financial insecurity onwards towards financial independence. We know that journey takes on average five years. So you're two years in, Danny. And uh, let's begin at the beginning then. So Step one is all about mindset. And um, we always ask our members to, to really kind of dial into their reason why. You know, why is it important to build wealth and what's motivating you? So was there a particular catalyst or a point that you can think back to, Danny, where you decided that you were ready to take some action? Yeah, I think not one huge catalyst like a lot of people have, but growing up, I saw how hard my mum was working and you know didn't see her much because of the hours that she was putting in so it was something you know that we were 
really pushed, I guess, to look at what we were going to do with our careers. And we were asked as, you know, you get asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? And that changed in very early years from wanting to be a vet at some point, I think. I was about five, six. I think I was about seven when my answer changed to, I just want to earn more money than mum. And I think from there, it was always just chasing the money. And I think that's why I've been in sales for over 20 years. So I ended up quitting college within a few months because I was selling double glazing part-time and it was going really well and realized how much I could be earning at 16. So went from there and then, you know, did that for a while. And then I was like, right, what do I need to do next? And, you know, made a very conscious decision to get into advertising, then made a very conscious decision to get into IT sales. And now I've been in MarTech sales for over 13 years. Um, So the money has always been very important. But I think when you then start to realize that the amount of time I spend working now and, you know, yes, I have a very good salary and that affords me a nice lifestyle. What's my retirement going to look like? You know, my pension alone is not going to afford me the lifestyle I want. And if you think about the amount of free time you expect to have once you retire, you think, well, how much money? I'm going to need a lot more money than I have now. I'm going to need a lot more disposable income to live that nice lifestyle. Um, So it's just having, I guess, that sense of security not only for now, but for the future as well. I don't ever want to be in a position where, you know, we're struggling or can't help the kids out with something, um, you know, should they need it. And when we launched Wealth Builders membership back in 2019, Danny, it was called the Foundation Programme back then. Can you remember what attracted you to join the programme and, and why you decided to work with Wealth Builders? Yeah, so I came across you um because of SAS. So my property mentor, Carol, um, mentioned SAS pensions to me. I'd never, ever heard of it. And so that's how I came across Wealth Builders. And I was definitely one of those people. I was always looking for that thing to invest in that would you know, add that layer of security and give that extra income. And I had made so many mistakes. And I think that for me was really frustrating. I was wanting to do the right things. I was wanting to invest. I was wanting to do that. Um, but there's so much false wrong information out there with and people with not the right ethics, let's say, <laughs> that you end up, you know, can make some costly mistakes. And I definitely did that. So finally I just felt once I looked at and I'd I'd heard of you from Escape the Rat Race. Um I I worked in London and it was one of those things I'd meant to go along to and never had. So your name was familiar. And then when I looked into Kevin, I just felt that this was finally a place that A, wasn't just focusing on one source of income. Like for me, yes, I'm interested in lots of things. I want more than one stream of income. And so many things out there just focus on property or just focused on investments. And this was that really holistic approach that I was looking for and structured with the detail and I felt with the right people leading it that it wasn't just going to be another one of those things where you just kept being upsold to something else to learn the next bit of information. 
Great. So that's step one. You connected with your why. You also created your family wealth business name and logo, which was really great. So that moves us into step two then, Danny, which we call the foundation. So this is really about getting crystal clear on how big the gap is from where you are to where you want to get to. So how much asset income you actually need in order to become financially independent. And um, can you remember, obviously, where you were right at the beginning? And, um, you know, where are you down the journey now? So um, I was at the insecurity level and I still am. (laughs) So, you know, two years into the journey, I have built that asset wealth. I have built income, but it's not where it needs to be yet. However, what I would say is that I'm completely certain that I will reach security and independence. And for those that are familiar with the programme will understand those levels, but um, it does take time. And I think you've just got to learn to enjoy the journey. I see so many people start getting into you know the self-development and the focus on wanting to grow wealth and suddenly they decide that they hate their day job and they are you know going to throw everything into it and that can work but you know when I'm working full-time I've got a family and everything else to think about there has to be a balance otherwise you're just going to burn out and you do need to enjoy the journey it's not always going to be easy so give yourself a break make sure you're having time to recharge and so that you can go again and just be really clear as you say with that why keep connecting with that and it will keep you going yeah you're making great progress and um we know that you have to give wealth building time and that's the key is not giving up, continuing. So yeah, great progress so far. So that moves us into step three then, Danny, which is all about putting a strong roof in place. And um, were you able to review the roof when you joined Danny? And um, have you started you know, putting some of those things into place now? Yeah. So the thing I did straight away was change the home ownership status. So Again, I couldn't, as someone who was proactively always looking for this type of information, um, that was a revelation. So change, the, and it's very, very easy for anyone to do. It's free. All you need to do is fill in a form. So it's changing from, and I, I don't know if I get this around the right way, so it's tenants in, you change from joint tenants to tenants in common. I think that's the right way. <laughs> and yeah, so that was really easy literally just took a form and I shared that link with so many people I knew to just say this is something you have to do and and I've always had wills in place I've always had lots of insurance in place so um but the will turns out it wasn't exactly where it needed to be so in the process it's taken me a little while it's pretty much written up I just need to sort some things out in regards to the kids um power of attorney and that sort of thing, but almost there with getting really solid wills in place. Excellent. So that's stage one then, Danny. So that's, you know, having a strong foundation, really being clear on where you are right now, where you want to get to, giving you that peace of mind, knowing that everything is protected. You've reviewed your outgoings. You're ready now to move into stage two, which is all about building knowledge. And step four, which is assets. So we know there are seven different assets, which we call pillars. And which did you already have some experience with when you joined Danny? And what other pillars have you been able to utilize since? 
So when I joined, I had just started my property journey and property training. So that was something that I was in the early days of. So that was one, um, as I mentioned at the beginning, how I came about Wealth Builders was because of the SAS pension. So I've also done that. My SAS is ready, invested and ready to um, put into investments. So that is the initial strategy for my SAS. I will be looking at other ways of leveraging that for my property pillar. Um, Business. So I set up a business um, and within that business, I'm building IP. So there's a course that is launching later this year. My book is half written. Um, I've been doing lots of podcasts and learning social media. um, And that has led to a JV relationship that is going to be critical, I think, in helping me launch my course later this year in terms of leveraging their existing mailing list. It's a training company and they feel that the course, which is all around productivity, um, is going to be really helpful for their students and audience. Fantastic. Did you mention home capacity there? Oh, no, I didn't. No, yes, home capacity (laughs) as well. So, yeah, home capacity um, took some of the equity out of the home to fund the property um, pillar. So one, two, three, four, five. I think at least five pillars there. Yes. In play. Yeah. If if not six. But yeah. um, that's that's a, that's a pretty good effort there, Danny. So all right. Next step then in stage two is about leverage. So leverage is key to wealth building, and it isn't necessarily always financial leverage, but it could be intellectual leverage or relationship leverage, system leverage, or time leverage. So can you provide us with an example of how you've brought leverage into play to help build your wealth? Yeah, so um, I guess home capacity is one of those. Leverage that financially to help build my wealth um, in the property pillar. Um, And one of our early conversations turned into us looking at the IP side of things. So it was coaching was always something I was very interested in as a, and as you know I was a goal mapping coach also when I came to wealth builders um but I always wanted to create something of my own but I just wasn't sure on what it is and all it took was you asking me one question which was what does everyone say to you what's the one thing people come to you on and it was um then suddenly really really obvious and clear and i didn't know why I hadn't thought of it before um but everything happens for a reason obviously the time was right then for me to really think about building my IP which is around that productivity and side of things and you know managing lots of roles and commitments and hats and (laughs) whatever you want to call it and so yes so that has that's in progress still. It has been a longer journey than I expected, as most things are. But as I say, we, I'm now on a strong trajectory to launch in September. Um, so that's very exciting. Yeah. So good use of uh, intellectual leverage there of what you already knew, what you were already interested in, what you were good at. And then obviously your relationship with Wealth Builders and us having that chat. Um, but uh, leveraging now further relationships because uh, I believe that's leading to you having a, an opportunity to speak in front of quite a large crowd later this year to promote your business. Yeah, so I guess that's where the JV element comes in. So that is 
yeah, leveraging an existing relationship I had with a training company and them seeing what I was building and them resonating with it and thinking it would be of benefit. So yes, the I'm going to be at their event on stage in September and also um, there's going to be an offer going out to their mailing list as well. So you know, I'd, I'd have never dreamt of anything like that happening. It is a very large mailing list. So it just shows that you've just got to keep going. It's just, you know, that next step you take is can be the game changer. So yeah, just don't give up even when things aren't always going to plan. No, and I think that's a testament to your character, Danny, because, you know, you haven't given up at all over the last two years. And I know that obviously like everybody, there's there's highs and lows and ups and downs and brick walls that you have to smash through and um, you've just kept on smashing through them. And, uh, you know, F-I-R-S-T is the acronym we use for leverage and T is for time. And uh, of course, now you're you're using your ability to really maximize your time and help others with productivity. Um, but you mentioned on our Q&A last night that you had a call with your coach, John Dale. And, uh, you know, r- maybe you could just share with us, you know, how you thought you hadn't had a very good month, but then John kind of helped you realize all the things that he had been doing. I know. I need to drink my own medicine a lot more <laughs> sometimes. It's just, you know, I, I keep track and it's it, everything I do to be productive is about keeping track of things. And I think it's just constantly trying to keep your own expectations in check. So yeah, with John, you know, I fill in my pre-call form of you know what I've achieved that month. And I think I'd written a paragraph to say, oh, you know, not that much has happened this month. But then I went on to list everything that had happened. And all he had to do was just read it back to me for me to go, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, it has been a good month. Um, and I think it was actually that month I'd had less time. The day job had been crazy, crazy busy. But what I had done is get some of those relationships in place, which means now that I've got a really good platform to launch. And it was the accumulation of all of the effort of probably 18 months worth of effort that's led to that opportunity. But actually, it didn't take that much time to bring that opportunity to life. It took a couple of emails and a phone call. So I think, yeah, it felt like the effort hadn't been the same as previous months but actually when you look at the outcome it was phenomenal (laughs) yeah yeah so you definitely do fit a lot into the time and as you said working a full-time job two children husband lots of demands but you're still managing to take action every month so that's great so we're moving through the roadmap now Danny and we're on to the final step of stage two so that's step six which is strategy so we've heard the pillars that you've engaged. We've heard where you found leverage. So let's dive into some of the strategies that have helped you increase your thermometer over the last few months. Um, So perhaps starting with the property pillar, what strategy have you followed there? So with property, it's been BRR, um, which is the buy, refurbish, rent, um, and actually refinance. So it's almost the BRRR. (laughs) Um, So yes, that has over so I had another property complete this year so that has been really good to just learn the ropes on you know a couple of smaller projects and the second project was significantly more complex than the first and looking to move into holiday lets 
as the next strategy under property to really give that income a boost. Excellent. And then, well, we've so many other pillars to choose from, right? So you've you mentioned the pension pillar. So I guess the strategy there was to create your SaaS. And then that sort of led into a strategy now of investment by the sounds of things. And um, and then the business pillar um, strategy is, is building your brand and um, developing an online training course. Yeah. So there's been, yeah, building a Facebook group. There's been running you know, masterminds and all sorts to just test all of the content. So that, I guess that's why it's taken so long, but it's been such an amazing process to go through. When I look back at the first version of the course to where it is now, I'm just so confident. Um, and it was definitely the right thing to do to go through that. I know people launch courses within weeks sometimes, but you know, that's a beta version really. So I think I'm going to be bringing to market something really solid. Um, and you know, by the time I get started, it'll be almost two years in the making when it launches. So yes, that's been really good. So I'm hoping to see a, um, I will see <laughs> a, a, a boost of income from that um, when that launches later in the year. Yeah, looking forward to that very much. Okay, so we're now moving into stage three of the roadmap, and this is all about building assets. And it begins with step seven, which is focus. So once someone's chosen a strategy, Danny, then the key is to follow the wheel of wealth. And we know that means education, support, connections, due diligence, and then taking guided action. And that's where our wealth coaches are there every month to help you stay laser focused and turn the wheel. So what benefits have you gained, Danny, from following this process and having that accountability every month? Yeah, for me, it's really good. Um, you know, as I said, I made some costly mistakes before joining Wealth Builders, and that lends itself completely to my wealth dynamic, which is Star Creator Supporter, where I just tend to go with my gut. So it has just brought the right processes in place and just is a sounding board, if nothing else, to be honest, like depending on the call, sometimes it is a bit more strategic, but sometimes it's just the opportunity to talk to someone who gets it. And that's one of the biggest benefits of not just the wealth coach, but the whole community is that you've got a safe place to talk about this stuff. It's not really the type of thing you talk about down the pub. Um, you know, there's, I don't know if it's just a British thing, but you know, there's this thing about, you can't really talk about how much you earn. You can't really talk about too much of what's going really well. It's, it's so, it's just so nice to have that community and the support of a coach who's completely aligned, knows the whole thing. You, you know, they know everything about what you're trying to achieve, what you're working on. So that in itself is, so so helpful yeah yeah no that's good and uh yeah i know a lot of good friendships and relationships have been developed from the wealth builders community and uh we've barely had a chance to even meet face to face have we over the last 15 months or so so looking forward to that indeed all right step eight now is is results and we know that results uh come in lots of different shapes and uh and sizes so of course we have the wealth chart you know up on the wall we've got the wealth thermometer there um but recurring income doesn't happen every month we know that um, you have to put the work in and uh, sometimes there's months where there's different types of results you know perhaps it's contacts that you've made it's uh, just general boosting confidence so 
obviously this year has been good for you, Danny. So what are some of the results that you've had? So I think I've mentioned them. I think the key thing has been, I think the the biggest win for me has been securing this relationship um, and leveraging that relationship that's going to really help me with the course launch. Because I think anyone that's created some sort of content knows that it could be the best content in the world but if no one knows about it you're not going to be able to sell it so that has been huge and it's just been yeah having yourself as well as that sounding board and that knowledge with IP that's just really helped me to kind of keep going and focusing on just taking the next steps and not getting too overwhelmed with you know the bigger picture and what we're trying to achieve with that yeah and and how much have you added to your thermometer this year so far danny um so this year it's at uh, 658 pounds fantastic brilliant great result great result okay final step is step nine and this is accelerate So we know that this stage is all about implementation, stage three, and this can lead into year two, year three, all the way to year five is just constantly refining the process, turning multiple wheels. But to accelerate yourself towards financial independence is obviously compounding those efforts, turning multiple wheels. And um, for most people, the journey, um, as we say, you know, it takes several years. But what do you see as being key in helping you continue to stay focused and to take necessary steps to reach your own financial goals, Danny? I think it's just yeah, staying focused on the end goal. Um, and I think, as I said at the beginning, enjoying the process. I feel the level of desperation has gone. And I feel everyone that you get overexcited at first when you start something new, don't you? And you, you have these huge visions of things happening much quicker than they're actually going to happen. And, you know, you can decide to hate your day job and resent it and, you know, all of those things. And it's just actually, that's, that's not, you've got to enjoy the journey. It's going to take a while. You've got to trust the process. I completely trust that I will be able to achieve what I want to achieve. For me personally, you know, some will do that on just one pillar or one strategy. And um, for me, I feel as the breadwinner for my family, it's always been really important for me to have two strong sources of income before I even consider getting out of the rat race. Um, I feel like that's the sensible thing to do. You know, who knows what will happen with property or, you know, something could happen. And I, the worst thing that I can think of is getting myself out of the rat race and then ending up in a position where I need to go and get a job again. <laughs> so that is not an option. So I will really focus primarily on property and the business stroke IP as the primary focus to get me to where I need to be and then I've got other things obviously going on in the background as well um with SAS and that sort of thing that I'll be able to also leverage yeah and um as I said before you're such a great contributor in the community Danny always in there in the Facebook group and uh, your name's always popping up amongst other members for the help and support that you're there providing and of course you know you've recorded the the goal mapping module in the academy program so for anyone who's a, a current member who's been mapping out their vision for the future they'll be familiar with you uh, obviously in that section as well so thank you very much for contributing to the program no worries at all i think it's a great and simple tool that everyone can use yeah good well look danny 
so good to hear your journey so far. And um, we're only halfway through this year, so I can't wait to see what uh, what's going to take place in the next six months. So uh, thanks once again for sharing today with us. Thanks for all your support and to the wider team as well. <laughs> okay, I enjoyed that very much. Hope you did too. So we'll uh, we'll go into the debrief on that in just a moment, Kevin. But before we do that, let's head on over to Trustpilot and scroll through. And uh, we have had uh, some reviews in the last seven days, but one I'm looking at here is from Helen. And Helen says, thumbs up to the Academy. I first came across Kevin Whelan at a SAS conference in 2019. I spoke to him and Gary several times before making a decision regarding my SAS, and I never felt like they were trying to coerce me into using their service. Kevin also introduced me to the Wealth Builders Academy, which has been a significant step in my wealth building journey. And I found a community of like-minded people willing to offer help and advise each other on their journeys. I found support from the team, including Christian and Richco Invaluable, willing to help provide information feedback as much as they can. And there's a bit more, but I think that sums things up pretty, pretty well. Well, there's that word community again, Chris, you know, and I just, I just love the power of community over DIY. I mean, I think I've remembered saying, you know, part of the challenge and indeed on the program itself, part of the challenge, why it took me, you know, a number of years, 15 years actually, to get from a thought to financial independence. Well, now you can get from that thought to financial independence in five years or even less. So uh, it's just so much more quicker when you've got the support of a really strong community. And as you said there very elegantly, Helen, thank you so much for that. Like-minded people, not different-minded people, people of a like mind. And when you put people of a like mind together, you get a master mind. And that's masterminding. And that gives acceleration. It's different perspectives, different ways of looking at things um, in a selfless way. Uh, People giving back warmly and generously without necessarily at all, actually, uh, trying to, uh, you know, act in any kind of selfish or self-serving way. Absolutely. And uh, and the guidance every month from our wealth coaches. And over the last few weeks, we've heard from some of our coaches. We had Ian Halfpenny talking about the dangers of building wealth in isolation. And then just last week, we heard from Carol Robinson. And, and that was really focused around step one of the roadmap, which is all about finding your why. And that, of course, was the starting point for, for Danny and for all of our members. And for Danny in particular, a common story that we hear, Kevin, looking into the future, looking at the pension and thinking, well, if I just carry on this path, it's not going to get me to where I want to get to. Well, yeah, I remember that thought myself. So, um, you know, I we hear that that thought played out when people have some quiet reflection on their careers. And even if they enjoy their careers, they just know that from a financial viewpoint, it's not going to bode well, uh, which is why so many people now actually working into their 70s because, you know, the the financial rewards of what's left after they've done the job and uh, saved some money uh, with the uncertainty of the stock market and very poor interest rate returns is uh, is a life of uncertainty. And I didn't fancy that at all and neither did she. Yeah. And another thing that, that Danny pointed out was, you know, that she had made some costly mistakes in the past. And again, you know, that's a, a common story. One, you know, myself as well. And it's easy when you first kind of get switched on to this other world, shall we say, of entrepreneurial endeavors, especially when you've, you know, just been in the corporate, uh, you know, employed 
lifestyle for so long. And then you suddenly realize, wow, you know, there's other things that I could be doing. And the search begins online and you just get bombarded with so many different things. You really don't know which way to turn and who to trust. And, uh, you know, for many people, like, invest in in themselves with good intentions and it ends up often you know disappointingly and uh you know we try our best kevin to steer people in the right direction as as early as possible that's an interesting one that chris because you're right when i know that's more your life and um, danny's was really corporate when you come out of corporate or when you're in corporate rather there's a structure around you you know everybody is working for the same company so there's you know at least some common objective but as soon as you kind of look wider, you take the vista of the wider world and you start to see, well, you know, wherever you Google, however you start, you know, it's a very dangerous place because uh, you can be um, either you can make mistakes of your own, um, you know, where you just make a decision about what you think is interesting and uh, but it, or, or you think would be a good strategy, but you don't really know enough about yourself or you don't really know enough about what's needed or the finances and you can make mistakes that way. That sets you back from a financial point of view, a confidence point of view, and of course, a time point of view. And that can disappoint you and derail you. Or, which is we do sometimes see, and that's lamentable, but nonetheless, it's, it's out there, is there are others where their intentions are not as honorable as you'd expect, You know, where their sole ambition is to make profit from you and uh, their, their values and, and your outcomes are not aligned. And sometimes difficult to see that through the power of hype and the power of, you know, glossy people and glossy brochures, as we often refer to them, Chris. And we do everything in our power to be the exact opposite of that. Not glossy, um, definitely down to earth, uh, money back guarantees, reputation and integrity is everything. And I hope that comes across. And I think it generally comes across, Chris, in the reviews as well, doesn't it? That people like, I mean, Helen just said there, you know, she met me and, while she's she's doing things, she never felt under pressure or coerced in any way, shape, or form. And all we do is try and guide people to understand things and and, and help them make decisions without trying to. Uh, we're not concerned if people make the decision or not, as long as they've had enough good information and they feel as if they're giving us a good hearing. Because this is our area of expertise. You know, it's what we do. Wealth Builders is named appropriately because we help people become financially independent and build their wealth. It's not called wealth reducers, Chris, it's called wealth builders. Yeah, and uh, another couple of words that you know we see often in the reviews and echoed by Danny again, there were holistic and structured. So we know obviously that we have a process and that's tried, tried and tested and it's holistic as well, not just focused on any one strategy or, or area. And that's really important because when, you know, I said it, I remember saying it, on the uh, for people who are interested in the program, Chris, that the journey of building wealth is a transformation. It's a transformation of money, a transformation of self. And this is important because when you change yourself, you get a different view of, of the world. You get to see different things. It's a bit like, you know, the days before travel, you know, all of a sudden when airplanes made uh, travel more cheaply, I know we'll go back to that sometime soon, but you got to see other countries, you got to see other cultures, you got to see other ways of life and, and other perspectives. And this is the same with wealth. It's a journey and you need to understand then you're going to see different things. So you don't want to be looking at building your wealth in just one thing because one of anything is always dangerous. One job, one business, 
one method of building wealth. So the reason why Wealth Builders is structured this way is to allow you to look at all of the assets. And there are only seven. You know, the, I've tried long and hard, Chris, and we've got that standing thing out there. If you can help me find number eight, I'll send you a very fine case of champagne. But nobody's come up with it. Um, and because they don't come up with it, the dog's having a good I go. I think Alan might have found it, yeah. <laughs> My dog, Alan, yeah. He's um, <laughs> named after Alan Shearer, of course. Um, but um, he's trying hard to say, I know, I know another asset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's absolutely true. And, uh, you know, uh, you've got to give it time. Uh, we've said this and uh, and Danny's two years into her journey. We know that it, you have to give wealth building time and also you've got to enjoy it and you've got to take some time out to recharge and reflect. And uh, that came across again in a conversation with uh, with Danny's coach that she you know, been so busy, didn't think she'd made some progress, but actually when she just took that time to reflect and bounce that off her coach, realizing the progress that, you know, she's, she's really powering through. Well, that's often, that's, you know, there's a couple of points to make here. The, the first one is two years might sound a lot. It's not actually, because when you've got a full-time job and you're raising a family and you've got other things, it's not two years. If you think about the number of hours is how many hours does she put into it every month? And then you multiply that. So it's it's really about getting the most out of those few hours. So it's not really two years, it's X number of hours. The other point is when we get involved in the program, and of course, very early in that journey, we ask people to identify the difference between where they are now in terms of recurring income, which is often zero, to where they want to be. That gap is pretty large. So they're always focused on the gap between where they are now and where they want to be. And when you're always looking at the gap, you've always got a feeling or there's a temptation of a feeling of disappointment because the gap is still large and you forget how far you've come. And that's the point she made, that her coach reminded her just by saying, tell me what you've done again this month. Uh, and that point meant she actually got to see that she was making progress but was sort of beating herself up a little bit about what that progress looked like. I think most people overestimate what they can do in 12 months and they underestimate what they can achieve in five years. And, you know, sometimes when we have the first induction call and we speak to people and, you know, we say, okay, well, so where do you want to be in 12 months? And, you know, perhaps people think they can probably achieve more, but the first 12 months is really just getting the foundations in place. And of course, people join at different you know, stages of their life. Some people already have, you know, significant property and they're already well on the path and they're looking for different things. But, uh, you know, you've still got to you learn the process, haven't you? you? Understand about turning the wheel, making sure that that becomes a habit, really understanding all the different points of leverage, all the different ways to generate wealth across the seven pillars. And, you know, that first 12 months is, you know, is often just getting clear and getting confident in that process. And years two and three are really when the pace picks up. Yeah, because, you know, if you think about building a home, for example, you know, the first period of time you're spending is going below ground to allow the foundation to have enough depth to make stability. And that's really part of what you have to do. It's not just about your finances, it's your mindset, it's the relationship you have with your partner or whatever, you know, trying to get all of these things aligned. So, and like a farmer, you know, you've got to plant the seed before you can uh, reap it. So this is just the natural law. Uh, I don't think Danny was complaining about the speed of things. I think 
she just occasionally was beating herself up thinking, well, I'm not making enough progress, but she's making progress aplenty. And uh, if nothing else, you know, she's building um, a thermometers on the rise. Of course, she's got some new ideas, you know, that we'll talk about with IP and that's, that's important to recognize that. And, and I think that was you who helped to recognize that she had IP and, um, and that even if sometimes you can get beat yourself up over the speed, you're making progress and it will happen. You know, it's, it's a kind of like an accelerated journey, like a car, you know, you, you start off in first gear, but you can't get to 70 miles an hour in first gear. Well, you could, but you'd burn the bloody engine out, wouldn't you really? So you've got to go through the gears and, um, you know, that's important to recognize that it, it's, it, it's exactly like that. Yeah. And actually, if you remember Danny saying just uh, the, the beginning there that she is now absolutely certain that she will hit her goals, which is just so great to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations again, Danny, and for all of our members who uh, every month are making fantastic progress. And um, we hope you enjoyed listening to that today. Kevin, uh, we'll be back with uh, another episode of Wealth Talk, same time, same place next week. Mm-hmm. And uh, until then, my friend, see ya. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget that we are constantly updating our resources inside the Wealth Builders membership site to help you create, build and protect your wealth. Head over to wealthbuilders.co.uk slash membership right now for free access. That's wealthbuilders.co.uk slash membership.